Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we are continuing our way through the entirety of the series. And this week we watched season two, episode number 13, Homer versus Lisa in the Eighth Commandment. Indeed, we did. We sure did. Uh, and we are going to kick things off in our usual fashion. So Caitlin is going to give us some specs. Yes. This episode is production code 7F13. Good job, everybody. Let's keep them in order. Oh, yeah. Uh, written by Steve Papoon, I think is how you say it. Oh, man. I wasn't even looking at it. Directed the- <laughs> by Rich Moore. Uh-huh. Originally aired February 7th, 1991. Uh-huh. Yep. So... Uh, I have here in front of me the Simpsons wiki page for the episode, so I'm going to read the synopsis here. Um, and uh, if you would like a, if you'd like to check it out for yourself, we will post a link in the description. So the synopsis for Homer versus Lisa in the Eighth Commandment: Homer becomes the most popular person in town when he gets an illegal cable hookup, but Lisa doesn't approve and fears that Homer will go to hell for violating the Eighth Commandment. Thou shalt not steal. Yep. <laughs> what you writing? Sorry, I'm prepping for next week. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, uh, I there are there are certain parts of this episode that I definitely remember. Did you did you know anybody who got cable for free when uh, you were young? Not cable. Uh-huh. Um, but we definitely got HBO for free for like five years. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was when I was in like late middle school and high school. Uh-huh. Uh, they did like a free weekend. Yeah. One weekend. Yeah. And it never got turned off. Right. And it was like some mistake on part of the cable company because like we got it and I know like my friend on the street got it, mm-hmm. but my grandparents who lived like you know, a couple more houses down, mm-hmm. they didn't get it. Yeah. So it was, it was very odd. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird thing. Like, I think that everybody had like some instance of that happening where, you know, every so often they would do the, uh, you know, free weekend of HBO yeah, or like the preview weekend, HBO, or whatever. Uh, Cinemax or whatever. Showtime. Showtime. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. And, um, Anyway, yeah, sometimes they just wouldn't cut them off. And yeah. sometimes like people would have it long enough that like they would have it until the next free one rolled around and then they'd lose it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like some filter didn't get pulled or something. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, I don't think I knew anybody that got cable like outright. I remember like in the early days of the internet when people started like selling the magic boxes. Yeah. Online. And I remember those and I remember there being talk about those. Mm-hmm. But I don't think i knew anybody with one i uh i remember that uh people would sell them and they they really weren't all that expensive and they would come in the form like sometimes if you watch cable like if if you're young gather around everyone an old man (laughs) is talking uh when if you watch cable in the late 80s into the 90s Sometimes it was hooked straight into the TV, mm-hmm. uh, but other times you would have like an, a box. A box, yeah. yeah. We Our TVs were pretty old, mm-hmm. and we definitely had cable boxes. Yeah. I re- and we only had cable on one TV. 
Oh, the really? The TV downstairs had cable. Really? But the one, if I'm remembering correctly, the one in my parents' bedroom, at least when I was little, little, uh-huh. did not have cable. Yeah. It was antenna. We, so I would sometimes go in, if I was at my, in my grandma and grandpa's house, they would watch, as you probably know by now, Larry King <laughs> at nine o'clock. And I did not have any interest in that. And so I would go into their bedroom where their TV was and they, they uh, eventually would have a box in there. But if I remember correctly, even though they had cable in the earlier days, it was still one of those tables where you had to flip the knob to change the channel yeah. and it would go dunk, dunk, yeah. you know that sound? I, yeah. Like, I remember two cable boxes that we had. Mm-hmm. One had, like, keys that you pushed. Oh, yeah. 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 And then the other one, it was a little bit more updated. It had, like, the, uh, I guess, are those LED, like, the little digital, like, output screen? Like, like a, an alarm clock would have. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> anyway. I don't know what makes those. <laughs> yeah. So we, it had that and you could push the up and down button to change the channel. Uh-huh. But the TV itself had to be on channel four. Yeah. So yes. then you yes. change the channel on the cable box. I guess it's really not unlike a Roku yep. now. Yeah. Um, you know, but obviously a Roku just has way different content sure sure yeah Yeah. you know back in the old day when you had to put it on channel three to play your to play super mario Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i remember that well yeah did you Um, have a little switch in the back like a little that hooked onto the cable itself and you could flip between the two between three and four Uh uh-huh yeah yep yeah uh i was gonna say something else and i forgot what it was but um I don't, I don't remember. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, the place to begin is Oh, always, I was going to oh. ask you if you remembered which channel, like which channels were which. So for me, I sure do. Nickelodeon was twenty five. Twenty seven for us. Uh, MTV was twenty six. Fifty for us. I think Disney was twenty seven. I did not watch Disney Channel. We didn't get Disney <laughs> Channel until I was much much older. Uh huh. Um, the the the. MTV was 50. VH1 was 51. 67. Um, and then there was the Playboy Network and the Spice Channel. Oh. Which was 98 and 99. They were scrambled. <laughs> yes, or, they yeah. were. <laughs> Let me tell you how often little little pu- pu- uh, pubescent Robert would sit and like try and descramble a boob. I want to see a boob. Oh, man. I yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's just a universal thing that people think, our age yo, did. I have like this is you are correct. Like this is one of those things where like it, like the exact scenario you set up Nickelodeon on twenty seven and then you the switch last over channel button. You switch over to ninety nine and then if someone comes walking down the hall, you press the yep. button real fast. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a wild thing. And I like now I don't even think people I don't even think kids know what the the uh like f- snow is. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, you mean like the beginning of the HBO like bump at the beginning of every yeah. HBO show or at the yeah. end of this episode. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So this this definitely brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> it's, in that it sure regard. did. And like so uh I mean, I guess we should Go ahead and get into it. Yeah, let's do it. We recorded uh, earlier uh, today, we recorded our mid-season review. So if you have not listened to it yet, make sure you listen to that uh, at your earliest convenience. And hey, you know, if you missed it, you may have missed it because you're not subscribed. So hit that subscribe (laughs) button while you're there. 
Get our plugs in while we can. That's right. Shameless, uh, shameless uh, flaunting of the brand. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So we open up with the opening credits and I everything looked normal in the credits, but there is one thing. Mm-hmm. that I have not noticed before. Okay. And I don't think we've talked about it. Okay. There is a picture that is hanging to the right of the chalkboard. Oh. And I, I it looks like Rainier Wolfcastle. Oh. Look to your right, Caitlin. Oh. Look to your right. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't really see it. From, it is. We've established my eyes aren't that good. Um, It looks kind of, it, but it's, it's not Rainier Wolfcastle. It looks modern, so it's not like George Washington. It's clearly not going to, it's clearly not George Bush because we know what George Bush looks like in Simpsons World. Uh, yeah, who? Oh, boy. Who is that? Yeah, I don't know. That's hard to see. Anyways, so uh, just uh, for the edification of the class here, we will post this uh, on the ins- yeah. on the Instagram for you to take a look. Um, also notice that it's 3 o'clock, so I guess Bart He's went to detention a- at 2.30 or so. Yeah, probably after school. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Why why was a punishment making children write? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's busy work, right? It's- I definitely had, I had detentions where I had to do that. I think that you probably I, never had detention. I I think that I remember doing that, but I think I just did it for fun. Oh, of and course you, know what? you did. I used the Nelson Muntz trick. I I put the five pieces of chalk in the uh, in the music in the, the music the, room. You know, oh, they had okay, the, the, the staff. Yeah, for the staff. Okay. And, uh, and and use that. But wow. um, yeah, I rarely got into trouble at school. We didn't have to do it on the chalkboard. We had to do it in a notebook. Oh, in a notebook. Yeah. Oh. Our, um, I was a bit of a troublemaker <laughs> in uh-huh. middle school. Go on. I would only actually I only ever had detention with one teacher, and it was the choir teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would make us sit in this little like vestibule that opened up to the outside, like because she normally had uh, people in the choir room after school. Yeah. So the detention kid. Our kids had to sit into this little. I would tiny like to room. point out to everyone that Caitlin pointed at herself when she said "detention kid." It was me. <laughs> um, and so, so she would give us a dictionary, and we had to copy the page out of the dictionary. Oh, that's that's dumb. Yeah, it was really terrible. You want to know the busiest busy work that I ever busy worked? What? It was for a Bible class. So I went to a Christian school. So we had Bible class every semester, every year that I was at that school. Mm-hmm. And I think it was 11th grade. We had this really great teacher uh, who was actually a doctor. He had a doctorate, and I'm pretty sure it was theology. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at my school, y'all, uh, the person teaching Bible class did not necessarily have a specialty in Bible. Uh, there were a couple of occasions where, like, the PE teacher was teaching it. Wow, um, fun. But in this case, I, I do. This person did have like the credentials, I think, to actually teach it. But I he th- the point of the exercise was to give us an idea of what it was like to be a medieval scribe. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, in my adult opinion, this uh, is to help sanctify the scripture in in our minds. He made us copy them. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever noticed, Caitlin, I, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but I curve my T's, yeah. my lowercase T's. Yeah. And the reason I do that is because they they wanted he wanted us to copy the scripture as close as we possibly could. And so I started curving my T's with that exercise. Oh. And that's why I do it. So we had to copy a whole book of the Bible. Huh. And... 
obviously, I chose I chose one of the latter New Testament epistles. I'm pretty sure I chose either Jude or like, um, pretty short like First one. James or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it, or, or sorry, not First James. Uh, James. Um, Anyways, uh, all that's just to say James that... James the First, because we were just watching something about the Tudors. That's right. We and were the Stuarts. James for speaking of the Bible. James the First, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, all that is to say that, you know, I spent, you know, a long time working on even one of the shorter books of the Bible trying to get it right. And I remember very distinctly on one of the pieces of paper, I got down towards the bottom and I made a mistake. Oh. And I had to start over because we were not permitted to have mistakes oh. on it. Now, you tell me. That's you, bullshit because how many Illuminated manuscripts have cat paws on across them? Yes. Or 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 if you look at documents from like, you yeah. know, history, people just put lines through. If they make a mistake, they just strike through it because you don't waste paper. <laughs> Your girl's been looking at a lot of historic documents recently and That's, that is absolutely the truth. Yeah, it is the truth. Actually, Caitlin sent me, uh, I didn't tell you this, but Caitlin sent oh. me a document, uh, an image of it, uh, and the person had done what is a somewhat common practice, uh, because paper can be expensive, uh, they wrote left to right in one way, and then they continued their letter uh, from the bottom of the page to the top, writing left to right, bottom to top, so the, the words crossed over each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like crisscross. And Caitlin sent me a message, and she said, good luck, and I actually could read it, because I'm used to looking at that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, I don't think I had ever seen something like that before, to the to that extent, yeah, that person who wrote those letters, it mm-hmm. was there. There was a whole series. Oh, of them. really? Yeah, cool. almost all of them have that. That's cool. Was yeah. that 19th century penmanship? Yes. It looked like 19th yes. century. Uh, yes, you can actually tell the difference in centuries in penmanship, y'all. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good luck trying. Go, go try to read 15th century English and come back and if tell you, me yeah. that that is English because it does not look like. Want to see some wild penmanship? If you are interested at all, dear listener, you can look up the will of one a man by the name of John Murray, who was the fourth Earl of Dunmore, also the governor of Virginia, the last governor of Virginia, as a matter of fact, and his will is written by a clerk, but it's written in what's called square hand. And bruh, you, it is indecipherable. There, yeah. Like for my for my master's thesis, I had to look at some 16th century stuff, and thank God for transcriptions because yeah. it was unreadable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, you know what's uh in that will? I remember we were trying to read it, and the the woman who was trying to read it initially was trying to transcribe it. Mm-hmm. And she brought it over to me because I think because I just happened to be in the room and she was like, can you help me with this sentence? And you know, sometimes it just helps have somebody with fresh eyes. Look at it. That's true. And anyways, we figured out all the sentence except for one word and we just could not figure it out. I mean, we, we sat and like played a phonetics game. We were like, cha, chilia, like that sort of thing. And finally, we called over somebody who is better at this than either of us. I'm talking about Sharon. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Karen. Uh, Karen. Karen. Oh, my God. Caitlin. <laughs> this is the second time that I've called Caitlin something other than... <laughs> my name. ...today. Um, anyway... At least she got the gender right this time. That's right. I called her Jason last time. <laughs> <laughs> that's his brother, everybody. Um, anyway... So, uh, anyway, we called Sharon over, and, and Sharon, I'm not even kidding, looked at this, and she goes, oh, the word is John. 
It was his name. It was John. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, we see it now, of course. <sighs> yeah. So there's a, um, I don't know if it's the website is still up, but the Library mm-hmm. of Virginia used to have a website that they like uploaded documents to, like yeah. uh, scanned documents, and they allowed people to transcribe them. So, yeah. 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 So essentially, like you were looking at the document and transcribing. And then, like, you submitted it to them, and they would mm-hmm. do, like, a quality check, and then the transcription would go into their database or whatever. Wow. Which it's, is pretty cool. It's like a, it's like a historic documents wiki. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, essentially, that's what it, what it was. I'm not, I, again, I'm not sure that it still exists, but uh, that was a lot. Of, I used to do that for fun. <laughs> But like wow. you're you're right though cuz like you're going to you stare at this thing for so long and mm-hmm. you're like this has to say something what does it say yeah and then you walk away for like an hour and you come back and you're like oh of course it's like playing wordle baby yeah you you get stuck on wordle That's true. you go away and you come back an hour and you're later like, oh it's so obvious oh yeah <laughs> yeah so Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of history, let's yeah. dive back into history. The so we finished with the, times. that's right, to the 12th century BC at none other than not, I almost said Mount Ararat. That's not Ma- true. Mount, Mount Sinai. Sinai. Uh, and we open with a scene of a, of Homer the thief, as he is identified, walking up to a gentleman named, uh, Oh, 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 what is it? It's Ezron. 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 Uh, the, the carver of graven images. He, uh-huh. he is polishing a golden calf at this point. Yeah. So uh, they're standing there. So we've got Ezron, the carver of graven images. Mm-hmm. We have Homer, the thief. Mm-hmm. And then walks up a man who looks suspiciously like Jacques. Yeah. Who, who, his name is Zohar, the adulterer. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they're all like yucking it up. So if you know anything at all about the Ten Commandments and you know the title of this episode, you can see that three, these three gentlemen are about to be heavily affected by the the events here at Mount Sinai. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're talking and uh, they're talking about... I think it's Homer that says, my wife sends her warmest regards. He says that to Zohar, the adulterer. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, which is funny. That is funny. Uh, <laughs> and then... Um, he says, ah, yes, she is a good woman. Very good. And then uh, somebody says, thank you, my lusty friend. Yeah. Which is funny. Uh, so, But then Moses comes back. Yeah, Moses is back. And, and he's standing uh, on the hill. This is very funny because they say, oh, Moses is back. Everybody look busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever see my... I remember members of my family being deeply offended at a bumper sticker that was popular in the 90s. And it said, Jesus is coming. Look, Look busy. busy. <laughs> yes. I remember that. I also remember a bumper sticker that said, I found Jesus. He was behind the couch the entire time, oh. which I thought was very hilarious. There was a website called Evolve Fish, uh-huh. like E-V-O-L-V-E yeah. fish. Yeah. And they sold Jesus fishes with legs on them. Yeah. And yeah. also a lot like sundry bumper stickers and whatnot that were... <laughs> I thought very those, funny. I always thought those were very funny. <laughs> yeah, the little Jesus fish that said Darwin and had little feet on them. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I thought those were very funny. I spent a lot of money on that website. <laughs> even in my even in my evangelical days, I thought those stickers were funny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the truth of the matter is, is that uh, Moses is coming back, and guess he's what? He's got the commandment. All of a sudden, 
uh, we're not going to have a good time anymore because he says, thou shalt not commit adultery. And they all look at Zolar or Zohar. Yeah. Uh, thou shalt not make any graven images. Ooh, that hurts. Whoops. Oh, this is something here. Um, so uh, he says, he says these commandments in no particular order. And he's right because the first commandment is not thou shalt not commit unto thyself any graven images. Mm-hmm. The first commandment is thou shalt not have any other gods before me. Uh, so... Uh, obviously, they are. Isn't that kind of the same? No. So here is something that actually is interesting, and I'm about to bore you to tears with it. Oh, it's great. interesting to me. So I have. Uh, uh, there's a really great. Uh, there's a really great guy on TikTok by the name of Dan Mackey. Uh, his name is Dan McClellan, but that's his. I think it's a uh, D-, D Mackey or something like that is his handle, and he is a scholar. I think I've mentioned him on the podcast here before. Anyway, he was talking about. Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. And he is making a reference, or according to this uh, scholar, the reference here is actually about the center of the temple, where uh, they sometimes would put other gods. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, anyways, uh, this is a reference to uh, Jehovah being a jealous god. And so the interesting thing here is that it doesn't outright deny the existence of of other gods. Right. It just says... Don't put them in the temple. Don't put them in the temple. Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, the common interpretation of that is, you know, I am the only god, right? Right. But uh, in the tradition, apparently, that's not really the the uh, the ancient interpretation in the real meaning. It literally means don't put them in front of me. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, there you go. So when you're rearranging your knickknacks in the temple, make sure. That's right. We have a little. Uh, we have a little uh, Homer Buddha over there yeah, on our. <laughs> they wouldn't like that. Uh, uh, no, that would not. That would not go well. So. No. So, you know, they're he's going through all the commandments. Yeah. Thou shalt not steal. Blah 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 blah. Make any graven images. Yeah, and of course he says uh, Homer or uh, Homer the th- thief is out here laughing, mm-hmm. but then. Uh, uh, but then thou shalt not steal comes along and yeah. nobody's having a and good time. And all the little cow things that he had just stolen yes. fell, fall out of his, his robes. Little, uh, that's Baal, isn't it? The, uh, the, the, uh, the, the cow. It's Baal, I think. Great. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Commonly pronounced in, in the church I grew up in as a Baal, but uh, as I understand it, it's Baal. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, All right. So after this, we cut to Springfield present day. Yep. The title cards on the screen and everything. Yep. And Homer is taking a nap in in the hammock. I've always been jealous of this hammock. It just is perfectly situated. We can get a hammock if you want. I know, but where are we going to put it? I don't know. In the garage. We do have one large tree out there. Yeah. I mean, we can get a stand. That's true. We could. Uh, But we, we have to... Uh, we have to build a shaded spot for it yeah, first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Homer's laying in his hammock, which is nicely situated, and he's woken up because Ned Flanders is getting mad. N- Ned is pissed. I, you know, I was thinking about this. This early. is very, this is a lot of emotion for him to show. Hey, re- always remember, when asking yourself, what would Jesus do? Getting pissed off and turning over tables is always an option. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ned is pissed off. He says, he's shouting at the cable man. That's the most dishonest thing, dis- dishonest thing I've ever heard. And he delivers a, a sharp, a sharp insult. I should box your ears. You sneaky Pete. <laughs> Threatening violence. <laughs> and the cable guy goes, easy, tiger. And off he goes. 
Homer goes to investigate and finds out that the man offered to get him all the cable channels for only $50. Yeah. Now, mind you, that's the same amount of money that Barney had to scratch up to get Homer out of prison. That is true. In the way we was. That's true. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so he... Uh, Turns out Flanders wanted the arts and crafts channel. Uh-huh. Sounds like a great time to me. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but Lord help us. The the cable salesman said, you know, was like, hey, I'll do this for you if you just give me $50. Mm-hmm. And as we were discussing, um, Flanders does not think that that is a good thing to do. Yeah, he ain't in here for that. No. After all, that goes against... The Eighth Commandment. Exactly. And uh, Homer basically goes, oh, yeah, that's terrible. Oh, he says, he says, what boy, what is the world coming to? Yeah. And immediately departs, Gotta runs go. out <laughs> in front of the cable man as he's driving away, gets hit in a very bark, get hit, gets hit by a car fashion. Yeah. Apparently, according to the wiki, this is a scene out of North by Northwest, but I ha- it's been a long time oh, since I watched that is movie. It? Okay. Yeah. So it's it's mimicking that. Um, the cable guy gets out of the truck with a tire iron, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and he goes, what do you want? And Homer's like, I want free cable. Oh. Yeah. So we so, cut to the interior of the census yeah, house. Yeah, and he is like working on the back of this TV. Now, I remember when I was a kid, like having to hook anything up to the television mm-hmm. was an ordeal. Yes, it was. Because you had to get like your tools and your, yep. yeah. Hooking up the, uh, before they came up with the little screw, p- the, the, the screw c- attachment. The coax. Yeah, uh, you had to. Literally, like, um, man, I'm, just, I'm describing this poorly. The yeah, the coax cable. Uh, before that, you had to screw the wires in under yeah. some Phillips head screws yeah. to the TV, which you can you can see in this yeah. scene. Sorry, so I'm he, not describing it well, everybody. Yeah, but we'll I, show don't, a I don't know it. what it's called, but um, hold on, let me write that down. So, uh, anyways, you know, as we cut into the scene, we first get a. We could get a half moon shot from the butt crack of the of the cable TV man. Of course, I think he's on the puzzle. By the way. Oh really? Yes. And um, anyway, so Homer is. Uh, he knows this is wrong. He clearly understands that this is morally wrong because he's very nervous about it. Right. Because, you know, everybody does this. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. And the man stands up and hands him a pamphlet, and I was so excited. He handed him this pamphlet. I I wrote down on my notes the pamphlet with two exclamation points because this is a Simpsons staple. Handing someone a pamphlet in a situation like this. So, for example, uh, at some point somebody gets pregnant and the pamphlet is, so you've ruined your life. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's Marge. uh, There was one in um, One Fish, Two Fish. Was because, there? yes. Oh, yeah. That Dr. Yeah, Hibbert yeah. gives Homer, and I think it's called, so you're going to die. So you're going to die, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which... That yeah, yeah that's I a for, that's a good that. gag. That's uh-huh. a good way to get a gag in without having to like completely do all the action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so the uh I can't remember what the pamphlet is called. It's like so you're going to steal cable or something like that. So you've decided to steal cable, that, I yeah. think is what it is. Yeah, so <laughs> has a myth. Cable piracy is wrong. Uh-huh. The fact is that cable companies are big, faceless corporations, which makes it okay. Okay, there you so, go. So, <laughs> like, like, let's check all these boxes. We're doing the right thing here. And he hooks it up, and the first channel that comes on is obviously QVC. A QVC. Yeah. yeah. And if you youngins don't know what QVC is, it is a it is literally a channel that you buy shit from. Yeah. It is. The, a, it's selling um, the the. 
a product that is being sold is a figurine of Poopsie the Clown that glows in the dark. <laughs> uh-huh. It was $89.95 and now it is $29.95. And they're, they've sold three. <laughs> <laughs> a treasure that will last a lifetime. If you have not watched QVC... I bet there's hours of it on YouTube. There must uh, there, be. I think it still exists. <gasps> no. Yeah. Where? On cable? On, t- on cable, which oh, we don't have. No, we don't. There are home, home Shopping Network, too. That Those are... Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Y'all, they used to have like a little ticker in the bottom that would tell you how many of these items had sold. Yep. People would call in with their testimonials. Yep. Like, this is like a solid, basic cable... Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. Did you ever order anything from QVC? No, but I was about to ask you this question. Are you ready for it? Yeah. What QVC show did you watch? Um. Did you watch one regularly? No, I don't think I did. Uh-huh. But what I did watch regularly, which is something I was going to bring up a little bit later in the episode, was uh-huh. a show called Amazing Discoveries. Okay. Which was an infomercial. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, it was like an infomercial series uh-huh. that like every week they had somebody different on to sell their products. Wow. Yep. Okay. So I, I know why that's coming up later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I used to watch, get ready. Here we go. I used to stay up super late, like on weekends in high school, right? And I used to watch the knife show where Ugh. they would sell the knives and swords. And I always thought they were so freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to order them so bad, but I never really had money in yeah. high school, you know? Well, you, and you especially didn't have a credit card. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I never ordered anything from QVC. I did one time... Uh, as a as a younger child, about twelve or thirteen, join a book of the month club oh. because they gave you five books. And let me here's this will tell you something about me as a little kid. The books that I ordered were a mix, and I don't remember what they all were, but I remember one was like the World Treasury of Astronomy and Mathematics, mm-hmm. and another one was a Calvin and Hobbes uh, collection. And my reasoning in ordering these various books was to make myself look like a more well-rounded person (laughs) to the person who was processing the order. Oh, no. (laughs) Not for anybody that might see them. Because who would see them? Who would see them? That's true. It was literally so the person who was processing would think that I was a cool person and very smart. (laughs) That's kind of sad, Robert. Uh, Well... It is the truth. <laughs> it's what happened. Anyway, okay. they kept sending me books, and I couldn't afford the books. Right. And so it's my, like the Columbia House or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so my aunt uh, sent them a message and let them know that I was a minor. And I saw the letter, and they were like, thank you for letting us know. We'll stop that immediately. And that was the end of it. Oh, well, there you go. Um, yeah. So the Cable Man finishes, like we said. Mm-hmm. QVC's on the TV, and then um, we cut to Homer sitting on the couch. Yep, he's watching a comedian who I think might be... supposed to be Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah. Um, And... The family comes in. Yep, the family comes in, and he says, hey, hey, family. We get some symbolism here. Did you notice it? The plant? The plant. Yes. Yeah, because Marge walks in with a plant. Yeah, so they come in with a plant, and then eventually the plant lives or is put down next to the couch and Homer's explaining to them like what 
he is done. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's like, there's 1600 hours of quality programming every day, yep. 68 channels, MTV for the kids, VH1 for us. That if you were not that from tracks. the 90s, that, that is a thousand percent. Yeah, for my, sure. My aunt, uh, my aunt Terry, uh, loved vh1 and i was like i don't like vh1 she's like well they play my music on the right <laughs> yeah so uh marge is concerned she's like we've talked about cable but can we afford it right and he goes i think we can afford nothing a month yeah so now we know that he, he is stealing he acknowledges cable. that he is getting it you know for free yeah marge asks him she's like is it legal and he's like don't worry about it and he gives her the pamphlet yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets her own myth. In fact, myth, it's only fair to pay for quality first-run movies. Fact, most movies shown on cable get two stars or less and repeated ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so she's skeptical, but she's not as uh, against it as I thought she would might be. No, and she is immediately swayed, isn't she? Because yes. Because they changed the channel to uh, what I uh, presume is the Lifetime equivalent. Yeah, 100%. Lifetime television for women. It is Hear, Hear Me Roar. The network for women. <laughs> and then there's like, it's like some, um, oh, it's a show about how to make your own band-aids. Can I say here real quick that I was fully expecting there to be a wildly sexist joke here? Oh, no. Uh, well, but it, it, it turned out not to be one. <laughs> so this show, though, I was like, is this... TikTok because I feel mm-hmm. like TikTok wants me to make all of my own stuff yeah. and have no waste and like all this kind of stuff. Yep. And that's what that reminded me of. Um so here's you know here is a here's a marked difference between Simpsons and Family Guy because Family Guy uh makes a joke almost exactly this same joke at one point Mm -hmm. uh, where somebody I think it's Brian is sitting watching TV and he goes and now back to Lifetime television for idiots Mm. and so like that's the family guy joke right yeah and this one here is what is is more nuanced yeah Uh, the joke is not that dumb people watch Lifetime the joke is that it's it's all frivolous like the whole all of it is just drivel uh, not just Lifetime, but everything that they're watching. And so here we go. We go cut through like this montage. And this is where we start to see the plant grow. Yeah. So, there's Yeah. So it's like it keeps cutting and the plant, which Marge has put next to the couch, it keeps getting taller and taller, more leaves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Homer's, it, it's very clear that they're, the family is spending a lot yes. of time. Yes watching cable mm-hmm. so much so that like i don't know if it's at this point no sorry uh later on we'll see where homer's imprint in the couch is they're they're watching uh caitlin and i are uh, caitlin speaks or can uh, understand spanish better than i but i uh, i understand what's happening here. where are the mexican doctors yeah so he, he puts uh the, these wrestlers the mexican wrestlers the luchadors are um mm-hmm. putting someone in a sleeper hold and uh, donde están los medicos de mexico <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and, he's like "Ooh, pro wrestling for mexico you know down there it's a real sport uh you know what down there it kind of is yeah i mean it is uh, uh luchador wrestling is high flying yeah. then they're they're Do watching you know, do you know why they wear masks? So they don't know. So they can't be recognized. Yeah. yeah. And the reason is because have we talked about this before? The reason is because it's very popular down there. And a lot of people that are wrestlers, so far as I understand it, at least I've never been to Mexico city or Mexico at all. Um, but so far as I understand it, like people that engage in luchador wrestling are often people of 
high status, like respected status, yes, like so doctors. They, they want to be, yeah. Yeah. So, donde están los médicos de México? They might be in the ring, bro. Yeah, they might be. <laughs> they might be. So then they're watching Jaws. Mm-hmm. And then Homer's watching C-SPAN he is very clearly, in the middle of the night. Yeah, he's very clearly like going through all the known channels from cable. Yeah. And the last one, uh, or the second to last one is C-SPAN. Mm-hmm. And then we have the World Series of Cockfighting, which is probably like ESPN3. <laughs> I was wrong about that. This is not the last or the second to last one. It's no. right in the middle of this. Anyway, yeah. we eventually get to... What I presume is TBN, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, mm. because he's watching Davy and Goliath. Yeah, I didn't know that was his show. Oh, you I've did? never watched that. Oh, you, you, well, you probably recognize the sound though. I don't know, Davy. No. No. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Uh, well, let me just say that. Um, did I just whistle? <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me just I just developed a lisp all of a sudden. <laughs> um, uh, let me just say that Davy and Goliath was the much less entertaining, much less funny precursor to what would be VeggieTales. VeggieTales. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and now these two are not related by way of their production team or the studio or anything like that. But when I was really young, Davy and Goliath was the thing that kids would would okay. watch at home if they were watching religious programming, I guess. And then by the time I got to my my Christian school, sixth grade, and really through twelfth grade, like kids were watching a lot of. If them. it's not clear, Robert had a much more religious upbringing than I did. <laughs> I mean, I went to church and stuff with my parents. My parents still are very active in their church, but it just did not sink in. Although I I went to public school, so maybe yeah, that's so, the that's the reasoning. Um and. So uh, while he's watching Davy and Goliath, uh, Marge comes in and says, hey, aren't you ready for church? And he's, he's in a daze, huh? Mm-hmm. What? And he gets up, and he has clearly not only made an indentation on the couch, but he is stuck to the couch. Yeah. And the plant has grown. And, it, and the plant has died. And died, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's where we see his imprint on the couch. Mm-hmm. So... So within, we're, we're at church. We cut yes. in, and Lovejoy is at the... Uh, pulpit pulpit there yep and he, he opens up with now today's christian doesn't think he needs a god he's got it made he's got his hi-fi his boob tube and his instant pizza pie and of course homer's like oh yeah. pizza mm, pizza yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we see the kids in sunday school yeah when miss albright's there yes and, she is yeah oh you remembered her name this is I, her for, s- I forgot her name <laughs> she's named in this episode oh um, yeah she, this is, a, I believe, is her second appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's teaching the children about hell. Yes, she is. Uh, and she she proceeds to talk about hell and describe all the terrible things that are in hell. That's not scriptural, by the way. Maggots uh, are your sheet and worms are your blanket. Yeah. You, you know where we get the greatest description of like punishment in the afterlife? It's, it's Old Testament and Judaic tradition in a place called Sheol. Have you ever heard of Sheol? I think so. Yeah. So basically, Sheol is divided by a chasm, and the good the good people are happy, and the bad people are in torment, which is where you get. Um, I, there's a man. It's not Lazarus who is who is in the New Testament. Um, there's another Lazarus who is on the bad side of Sheol, and he is begging for someone to dip their finger in the water and touch his tongue. Uh, mm. uh, in that okay. sort of thing. Anyway, uh, but uh, she is describing hell in this what really is a very comical way, and uh, Lisa says, uh, "So how is it that you can avoid this?" 
Before this, actually, Bart says, will there be pirates in hell? She's like, yes. Yeah, tons of them. Cool. And then he goes, wouldn't you eventually get used to it, like in a hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Bart. Yeah. And anyway, so uh, Lisa says, how do you avoid this? And she says, the Ten Commandments. Yep. And so she uh, points to the Ten Commandments, and Lisa only sees one. Mm-hmm. Thou, Thou shalt, shalt not, not steal. steal. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, so I was reading on the wiki, because I did not know this, that in uh, Roman Catholicism and, and some other denominations, uh-huh. uh, Thou shalt not steal is actually the seventh amen- or amendment. The seventh, <laughs> com- <laughs> the seventh commandment. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. But for the purposes here, it's the eighth commandment. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So Lisa's like, uh, she's freaking out. And then it's, it should be noted, I suppose, along that line that we refer to them as the Ten Commandments. And I think it's because it's convenient. Wasn't it originally 15 and he dropped one? <laughs> as, as, as was stated earlier in the series, right? Or That's a History of the World? Oh yeah, that's but, what that but, is. But yeah, I think that there there was some these fifteen to that. crash ten, ten commandments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you know the the ten commandments are just one aspect of the book of Exodus. Like, like the whole Torah is. I mean, m- well, not the whole thing, but much of the Torah is Judaic law. Like mm-hmm. that's what it is. As a matter of fact, in the modern abortion, that's why Orthodox is Orthodox, right? Judaic law. You know what? I don't know. I like really kosher don't know. Like and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I'm, I I don't really know either. Um, I did. I have been learning Yiddish on Duolingo. Right. <laughs> which is not Hebrew, but which close. Is, yeah, which is basically it's like English it's with... It's almost a one, one-to-one translation yeah. from he, using Hebrew characters to English. Uh-huh. It's, it's, there are, it, no, there are differences. There are differences, yeah. For sure. Like, I can't listen to somebody speak Hebrew or um, Yiddish and understand them. Uh-huh. But uh, a lot of the words are very similar. Yeah. Now, so, you know, what I was saying is that in terms of Exodus, like in the modern abortion debate, there are a lot of Christians who talk about, who talk about it being immoral. Uh, abortion, I mean. But the only thing that the Bible de- directly references actually does come from Exodus. And it is Exodus, I know I know the verse, it's Exodus 21, I think it's verse 22 and 23. And what happens is it's case law. So what uh, the event that occurs is that two men were fighting, and they injured a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. And th- because of the injury, she miscarried. And so the question was, what is the punishment for these two men? And it was determined by way of this case law that because the ch- the child was lost and not the mother's life, that it was a fine. In other words, it's property damage. Right. And if and it is noted that if they had killed the woman, even by accident, it follows the Hammurabic Code, which is, of course, eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that is directly referenced in terms of the life of the life of a fetus, mm-hmm. uh, as we would say in the modern day, uh, by way of the biblical code at all, Old or New Testament. Yeah. So, so there you go. Suck uh, it, <clears throat> everybody. I don't know. <laughs> Coming real hot there. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyways, since we're talking about Judaic law, let's get back to the show. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, after Lisa sees the commandment on the wall, mm-hmm. um, she's very visibly upset. And so then we see them going home from church yep. and Marge turns around in the car and she says, so children, what did you learn about 
today. Mm-hmm. And Bart goes, hell. And then they were like, what? Bart, yep. no. Yep. And then he he's says, like, no, that's what we learned about. Yeah. I sure as hell can't tell you we learned about hell without saying hell, can I? That's right. So like Bart is like outright cursing in the car. So, mm-hmm. okay. Good, good, good. And then Homer's like defending him. He's like, the lad has a point. He goes, hell yes. And what's what's very funny is he starts singing, hell, 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 mm-hmm. hell. And, and, and Marge turns around and says, you're no longer in Sunday school. Stop swearing. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. That's good. Yeah. So they... they um, Back in the house here. Come inside. Yep. Um, Santa's little helper and Snowball 2 are on the couch sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Um, and then... We cut on the TV and you know who's here. Troy McClure. That's right. Our introduction to Troy McClure, mm-hmm. who is the host of Amazing Discoveries, because that's what this looks like. Uh-huh. This, that's what this show is. So th- this this show um, this show will also make a uh, recurring appearance on the on the series. I can't believe they invented it. Yeah. Uh, but not only do we get Troy McClure, we also get the man who invent who who made the invention, who is Doctor Nick Riviera. Yes. Uh, we obviously we have seen him before. And yes. if you listen to our mid season review, we were hoping for some more Dr. Nick so we wouldn't have to tie him so closely to Bart gets hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um Troy says that you may remember me from such movies as Cry Yuma and Here Comes the Coast Guard. <laughs> but today I'm here to tell you about a pleasant tasting candy that actually cleans and straightens your teeth. Cleans and straightens. So that's what Dr. Nick has invented. He caught he's like, oh, you know, here's our, uh, I'd like you to meet the inventor, Dr. Nick Riviera. Yep. But as this is going on, Lisa is standing off to the side and she's watching the family. And in her mind, she sees the place enveloped in flames and we see the devil again. Lisa is having a panic attack. Oh, really? That's what she's, yeah. Or oh. An anxiety or panic attack. One uh-huh. of the two. That, that is what that read like to me. Oh, really? Is that oh. she's having an anxiety attack. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so she's, yeah, she's seeing, um, she's seeing the family on the couch. Everything's in flames. And then was it the devil that says, uh, watch a little cable with us. It yeah. won't cost you a thing except your soul. Yep. Yep. So it, we, and it's we, not devil Flanders. It's not devil Flanders. But it's his yet. voice. Yep. Uh, so anyways, Lisa screams and runs off and, yeah. and everyone's like, uh, what happened? <laughs> and then, uh, Bart goes, beats the hell out of me. And they're like, Bart. <laughs> so that's a nice little button on the, on that. So then we cut to an iconic scene for me. And, and this is just a scene that I remember when I say iconic, I mean, in my mind, this is a memorable scene. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marge and Lisa are at the grocery store. Yes. I assume they are at the try and save, which has not been named yet. Right. But uh, at any rate, they are at the grocery store, and Marge does something that I don't think people do anymore. Especially in the COVID days. Yeah. She tries... A grape. A grape. Yep. And I remember doing I remember doing this when I was little, mm-hmm. and maybe much like the witches from the Scottish play, I'm not sure <laughs> if the Simpsons caused me to do this, or if I was imitating somebody else, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I remember tasting a grape at the grocery store and and my mama doing it too mm-hmm. before she would buy me grapes because mm-hmm. I love grapes. I've always loved grapes. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, Marge eats two grapes apparently. She goes up to the register with all of her stuff. Well, and Lisa in the moment is like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. But also in the background, did you notice what you're seeing? 
Yes, you're I seeing did. Jimbo walking yes. around stealing stuff. You are, you are, you are correct. Yeah, so I wrote while, that down. Like yeah. he doesn't even speak in this episode, but he's in it. He's all over it. Yeah. So Jimbo is in the background, just outright putting stuff into his jacket. Yep. And um, Marge eats a grape. And Lisa calls her out on it. Don't you remember the Eighth Commandment? And Marge, poor Marge. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> I love I love this. Well, of course, it's thou shalt not uh, covet uh, graven images or something about covet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, Lisa, of course, shouts out and for the whole store to steal, pointing at her mother, thou shalt not steal. Yeah. So oh, man. They, yeah. They then get up to the register and... To try to make things right. Yep. Like Marge is trying to be an example she for is. her kid. She is. She asks the the checkout guy to charge her for the two grapes that she ate. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he's like, "Who cares? Nobody cares." Yeah. And and she's and she insists upon it. And so he has to do a price yeah. check. Yeah. So then for he calls. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, "All right, I need a price check on two grapes." You heard me, Phil. Two measly stinking grapes. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, then we see Homer again. Cut to Homer. He's watching TV again. Yep. Uh, They make mention of something called the Blockbuster Channel. (laughs) Which is... It's got to be HBO. That's got to be HBO. Oh, yeah. But it is a reference to... Blockbuster. Blockbuster Video. store. Gather around, children. Another old man is talking. Blockbuster Video. I feel like that's more recent than Did you cable boxes and have stuff. a blockbuster where you lived? Um, not until later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the very early video store we had was Let's Call Video. Oh. Owned by the Call family. Oh, I see. I see. Then the Farm Fresh, the grocery store had shouldn't a... It, shouldn't it have been called Last Call Video? Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. Um, maybe it was. Oh. I don't know. I, I That was that was around when I was very, very little. Oh, okay. The grocery store had a video rental counter. And then there was another place called Movie Star. When I was, when I was little, there was a little teeny video store uh next to a a local grocery store it was not a chain grocery store Mm. a place called the quick pick Mm -hmm. and uh anyway this video store was uh some of the the some of the images of 90s early 90s movies are ingrained in my mind because Mm -hmm. you would see them over and over and over yeah Yeah. at the video store so like oh what's an example of one a number of horror movies Mm -hmm. um uh, uh, oh, crap. Problem Child for some reason? Problem Child is one of them. Yeah. yeah. A Child's Play. That's one okay, of them. Okay, yeah. Um, and some others. Anyways, I don't want to believe that. Basically just the cover art for the for yeah. the VHS. And then um, once... We, ha- we also had a, a place called Capstone. Okay. Uh, once that place was no longer really relevant, it wasn't closed, but it just wasn't relevant. There was another place that was like a blockbuster imitation. Also pretty local called Video Number two, letter C. Like, so video 2C. Oh, okay. And uh, it wasn't until I was old enough to drive and have my own card that I ever actually went to a Blockbuster. Yeah, but, we the Blockbuster opened pretty, like, I want to say, like, maybe late 90s. Uh-huh. Did they have the rewind machine? Uh, ours, our Blockbuster, I remember very distinctly, it, looked, it was in the shape of a red car. Oh. And... 
you know, it was just, you know, you put the tape in and it would do yeah. a fast rewind. We had that at home. And, I mean, we had a rewind machine at home. And now my now my modern Simpsons brain says, I rewind my tapes with a racing car. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, uh, yes, oh, Blockbuster, RIP. Apparently yeah. there is one yeah. left. Yeah. And I don't know where it is. I want to say like in Oregon or something. In, or- in maybe Oregon? Maybe I oh. just have Springfield on the brain. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe so. Okay. So, so anyways, uh, Lisa makes it known that she does not approve of this. She says, we learn in Sunday school that stealing is a sin. And Homer, sa- Homer responds in a very... In a very Homer way. Well, duh. But, but everybody every, does it. That's right. Yeah. And he's like, look at it this way. Did you make the food or did you buy the food that you ate this morning? Did you buy the clothes that you're wearing? Well, call the feds. Mm-hmm. Right. And <laughs> Lisa says, Dad, I think that's pretty spurious. And Homer takes it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we see the commercial for the fight. That's right. And we get introduced. To another recurring character. Dredrick Tatum. Yes, Dredrick yes. Tatum is here. And, and, and this is sort of a, a, strange, uh, a strange introduction because his name is Dredrick Tatum. Mm-hmm. The character is exactly the same. It's mm-hmm. obviously supposed to be Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. But he doesn't yet look like Dredrick Tatum. Right. So in the Homer They Fall, we get the real Dredrick Tatum. Right. But we also are introduced here, uh, sort of in an sort of in a passive, not sort of, it is a passive way. We're also uh, introduced to who will show up for real in the Homer They Fall, Lucius Sweet, who is obviously supposed to be Don King. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the background in all of these shots. And oh yeah, because his hair is like sticking straight yeah. up. I noticed that too. Yeah. So uh, he sees the ad mm-hmm. for I cannot remember the name of the thing. Hold on. Oh, it's like Dredder Tatum too. The bout. The bout to knock the other guy out. <laughs> yes, this time it's for money. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, only on the Blockbuster <clears throat> channel. Yeah, that's got to be HBO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Homer, Homer is excited. Uh, yo, he's so excited. He's literally kissing the wire. Like, yeah. <laughs> How can one little wire bring so much happiness? And Lisa is just at a loss, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she walks out of the room and we cut to Homer in the decontamination room with Lenny and uh, Carl Mm -hmm. and a couple of the other guys from the plant. They're Mm -hmm. all showering together and they're talking about ways in which you, (laughs) we used to do this too, uh, about the ways that you could uh, enjoy experience the pay-per-view without having to pay for the pay-per-view, but legal ways, right? Mm -hmm. So they're talking about listening to the fight. And then looking at the still images on the news at 11. Uh, we used Ah, uh, this is before the internet. Yes. We, <laughs> used to, uh, we used to have to get caught up the next day. So, like, and we didn't watch boxing pay-per-views. But we would, if we could, watch the, re- the uh, pro wrestling pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Well, we couldn't always afford to do that. Uh, if my uncle didn't buy it, we didn't watch it. Right. And so instead, what we'd have to do is we'd have to watch the Monday night show. 
So for WW now E then WWF, raw. it was raw, and they would show the still images and tell you what happened. Oh, because obviously it is in the interest of WWE for you to understand what's happening in the story. Right, right. Um, I still don't fully understand. I it, know, but. I know. We have got to go to an event. You'll have such a good time. It's just, it's just wild, <laughs> mm. and it's just. I mean, anyways, all that is to say that they're all excited about it, and Homer says, "Yeah, we could do that." Or you could just come to my place and watch it on cable TV. And everyone's like, yay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we see Smithers and Mr. Burns mm-hmm. uh, watching the CCTV of this happening in the shower in room. In the shower. <laughs> Talk about an invasion of privacy. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Mr. Burns is jazzed because he wants to watch the fight too. Yeah. So we know that like he's going to go over to Simpson's house. Yes. Um and he says something here that is, I don't think it's intentional. I don't know that it is, but it is such a coincidence that it uh, that I have to bring it up. He says, I can, he's talking about the employee's house, right? Mm-hmm. He says, I can picture it now. The screen door rusting off its filthy hinges. Mangy dog staggering about, looking vainly for a place to die. There is, this is an image of the plant, of the power plant. Some in in a later episode, and you've we've watched it before. I can't remember what episode it is, but Homer and Smithers, excuse me, uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers go through all of these like Maxwell Smart sort of like doorways. Mm-hmm. Like one of them like is uh, scans Mr. Burns's face. Another one like uh, is a library door that swings around. They they drop down on fire poles and all this, and they eventually walk into the control room. And of course, the control room has an open screen door with the hinges rusted off and a dog, a mangy dog, in the room. And oh. Burns just goes, oh, for God's sake, and <laughs> oh. kicks the dog. So, uh, oh, man, what, hey, y'all, if you're listening to this, and I, you are, if you're here, uh, what episode is that? I just do not remember. Anyway, so in short, what we get here is that lots of people are coming over yeah, because then fight. we see Homer at the utmost with all the barflies uh-huh. and Mo, obviously. Uh huh. Um, and they're talking to Mo about. Oh, sorry. Uh, they're talking about to Mo about why he's never gotten cable for the bar, uh-huh. and he's like, "Well, I got a mechanical bull. I made my choice, and I stand by it." And we see the mechanical bull right, with like is. cobwebs on it and all that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then Homer goes to the Quickie Mart. Uh huh. I don't think the Quickie Mart's been named, has it? I don't know that it has. Um, I couldn't say. I, uh, I, I haven't noticed it if it has. Yeah. So and he's talking to a poo. He's mm-hmm. buying beer. Yep. And um, a poo appears to not be interested in the fight, but then he finds out that Homer is going to have the fight live on TV. And so he says, well, I'll just get Sanjay to cover for me. So Sanjay is named here. Yeah, Sanjay hates violence. In every form. So no boxing for Sanjay. Yeah. So, yeah, so basically we just keep cutting and we're seeing more and more people are coming to this house. But then Lisa is talking to Reverend Reverend Lovejoy. Yes. About her situation. Uh Uh-huh. And he's going on about how... um, uh, even if a man takes bread to feed a st- starving family, would that be stealing? Uh-huh. Or Lisa says that. Sorry. And he says, no. 
but if he puts jelly on it, it's stealing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's very, like there's lots of caveats to what uh, yeah. constitutes stealing according to Robin Lovejoy. Which... So Lovejoy pries a little farther and says, Lisa, uh, why are, is it, are you here because your father's stealing bread? And she says, no, well, I, maybe I don't watch him every minute. You know who would disagree with Reverend Lovejoy's assessment? Who's that? Javert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> from Les Mis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you mean prisoner 24601? <laughs> that's Jean Valjean. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Javert oh, yeah, yeah. is the guy that keeps trying to catch that's, him. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Javert, sorry. Yeah. Um, yes, that's Jean Valjean. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, that is that is right. Because yep. Javert is... He spends his entire life trying to get Jean Valjean. That's right. And then he falls off the thing and you hear his bones crunch at yep. the bottom. Yep. <laughs> Stars in their multitude. And Why then, was that yeah. necessary? Why was that sound necessary? Because Oh, I don't know. Like, you could just fall. Yeah. And he's falling in water anyway, right? Uh, I assume and, so. Uh, and so... Probably the said. I don't know. We're in Paris. But I remember distinctly being like, oh, that was a choice. <laughs> like, it sounds like his, all his bones just crunched. Are you talking about the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I was I was thinking of... Uh, the <laughs> so, the, the lame is cast. That is the lame is cast for me. Is uh-huh. the one that's... That was in the 10th anniversary concert special. Oh, yeah. We've watched that. We've watched the 25th anniversary. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, because my mom used to play that all the time. Oh. So, like, Colm Wilkinson and, um, what's his name? Michael Ball. Uh, and, don't look at me for any help with that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, so, Lisa's talking to Reverend Lovejoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, she reveals that the Homer is stealing cable. Yeah. And Lovejoy actually provides some pretty solid advice. Yeah, that's I guess. unusual. Yeah. Uh, but he does. He provides the advice that well, maybe you could uh, set the example by not watching any mm-hmm. of the stolen material. And he also brings up the love, love thy father and mother uh, commandment, mm-hmm. and that kind of I guess settles Lisa's nerves in the sense that she knows she has to respect uh-huh. her parents. Yeah. Too. In so, addition yeah. to questioning well, them. Yeah. Well, she she suggests to him. She says, "Well, should I just call the police on him?" And he, he says, yeah. "He says, well, that might settle it, but remember the fifth commandment." Right. And so, anyways, uh, she uh, chooses. She decides that she's just not going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. So then we kind of have a B plot with Bart. A little bit. Yeah. Um. It's a very brief uh B story. Mm-hmm. He is watching Top Hat Entertainment. Which ah uh, yes, I wonder if that was channel ninety eight or ninety nine. <laughs> uh, it's not scrambled, no, so it it's seems. Not. So he's watching that. It's very clearly, uh, or well, it says outright. It says adult programming all day, every day, except for Florida and Utah. I wonder what was going on in Florida at this time. I don't know. I don't know, s- and nothing on the wiki like references that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, Utah is pretty obvious. Obvious, yeah, we got but that. I don't know about Florida. Well, either way, uh, looks like Florida was running the behind. Movie, <laughs> I didn't catch this when we watched it. Then, then the movie that was coming up was Stardust Memories. Uh. <laughs> That's nice. And then Bart's like, holy shit, yeah. what am I watching? Bong. And yeah. Someone did a lot of growing up real quick. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. And um, then Homer catches him. Mm-hmm. And so Homer makes him promise that he's never going to watch this again. And I don't know. <laughs> Bart has done this before on a number of occasions in Bart the Daredevil, for example. He says, you have to promise me. Yeah. And he says, okay. 
And uh, and he says, no, promise me. He says, I promise. I will never watch that channel again. Good boy. Off he goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Lisa comes in and sa- and makes it known that she is choosing not to watch it. And in a very non-browbeating way, says, this is the last you're going to hear from me on the matter. Yeah, yeah. She's very uh, un-Lisa-like about it. Yeah. But, you know, good for her for taking a stand. And Homer immediately turns around and tries to tempt her back in. You know, racing uh, racing from Belmont, horses. Yeah. But she she's, she remains strong. She yeah. says, I'd rather go to heaven. <laughs> yeah, so, like, and the reason that the race is on is that they started changing the channels after Bart gets busted for watching Top mm-hmm. Hat Entertainment. Um, then we see Homer and Marge in bed. That reminds me, that statement of hers reminds me of that song that I sang to you the other day. Do you remember about how you can't get to heaven in a, do you remember? No. (laughs) I'm sure you do when I sing it to you. This is a song that I was taught when I was in a vacation Bible school. I remember it very well. Oh, okay. The song goes, oh, you can't get to heaven. Oh, Oh, you can't get to heaven in a pink canoe. In a pink canoe. No, you can't get to heaven. No, you can't get to heaven in a pink canoe. No, you can't get to heaven in a pink canoe. Because God's favorite color is baby blue. All my (laughs) sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. And uh, (laughs) so we then proceeded to make up verses to, and I I will not torture our listening audience with the verses that I made up. That's right. I I thought that they were very good. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, Lisa would rather get to heaven, and she's not going to take a pink canoe. By the way, is that not a little petty? Is that not a little petty? That if you make it all the way to heaven in a pink canoe, yeah, they're not going to let you. That they're going to turn you away because yeah, it's not that's baby very blue. arbitrary, Saint Peter. That's a, that's <laughs> right. Oh, I guess that's not in the book, huh? Yeah. So uh, mercy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Lisa says, sorry, I'd rather go to heaven. Yep. And that's when we then see... Then we cut to Marge and Homer in bed. Yes. And they're just kind of laying there. And Homer goes, there's something wrong with that kid. She's mm-hmm. so moral. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, why can't she be more like, well, not like not Bart. Not like Bart. Yeah, but we don't got, want that. <laughs> there's got to be a happy medium. <laughs> anyway, uh, Marge says, you know, look, maybe we need to be an example. You know, uh, Bart was watching that movie and Lisa's losing respect for you. Right. We need to unhook it. And Homer just will not hear it. Uh, and so he says, don't make me put my foot down about this. And she continues, you know, she's like, Homer, I'm afraid that Cable has become an evil presence in the house. And she's right. Yeah. And I think, I think here we see like Homer, I think Homer knows that she's right, but he's one. He doesn't want to give it up. For so long. Yeah. And he is so... Uh, he is so invested, not literally, of course, in having cable in the house. He says, you know, I, I, I want to pay for it. When I can afford it, I'll pay for it. But I can't, so I'm not. And he's like, I got, I'm got. i going to put my foot down. Yep. And she keeps going. And then, like, he puts his foot out from under the covers. Yep, and literally. And then, literally, he puts his foot down. We get a little blackout here. Yeah. And we cut straight to Homer again, watching, watching TV. TV. And here we see the plant is is dead. Yeah. Right. And I, I think, I think this is symbolism. So his, his affair with cable TV is dead, is dead. But do you know what he's watching? He is. Oh yes. Yes. He's watching porch pals. More lemonade. Yeah. (laughs) Please. Please. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And then he goes, seen it. 
not, <laughs> not only is he watching Itchy and Scratchy, he's watching the one from Itchy and Scratchy and Mars, the, yeah. the, the, the happy one. It's Porch Pals. That's what Porch it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and he is, yeah, seen it and he changed the channel. Seen it. Yep. Ugh, soccer. Seen it. And in short, uh, Homer's done with this. It's boring. This is the this is the age old conundrum, right? Ten thousand channels and nothing's on. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, here comes the cable guy again. There he is, trying to sell Homer a car stereo. Uh huh. Five hundred dollar value, but for you, forty dollars. Mm-hmm. He says, "Get out of my house. I don't want to be associated with criminals." <laughs> yep. And uh, we uh, after he kicks him out, Homer apparently installs immediately. A lot of security measures. He yes. puts burglar bars on the window. Yeah. He puts four locks, I think, on the door. Yeah. Man, eh, we know where this is heading. <laughs> yeah, and I guess while all this is going on, Bart has drummed up a little bit of business to mm-hmm. come watch Top Hat Entertainment. Yes. Yeah, so he's in the backyard with, uh, let's see, who's there? Richard and Lewis, Millhouse, Wendell is there, uh... There's a few other, well, there's a bunch of other kids, including one very important one, which I will get to in a second. But they are all, he's charging everybody 50 cents uh-huh. to come watch the Sleazy Movie Channel. To come watch, yeah, to come watch the porno. And Okay, let's see. Who else is there? We see Howie. He's from the from the arcade. Uh-huh. Uh, Jimbo, Kearney, Dolph, Nelson's there. Uh, Martin, Wendell, I already said Wendell, Millhouse. Mm-hmm. There's a few other randos. Yep. And then who shows up? Here he is. Little Ralph. There Wiggum. he is. Ralph is he here. He does not speak. He does not do anything yep. except be in the room, smiling, yep. watching. Off to the far left of the screen right there. Yes. That is Next definitely to 100%. That is Ralph. That is Ralph. Yeah. Uh, it's like in his full full form. Well, um, good same news. outfit and everything. Good news. You can start to enjoy the Treehouses of Horror now because <laughs> Ralph has showed up in the series. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so they're the, all watching. The film they're going to watch is Broadcast Nudes, <laughs> uh, which which is uh, uh, oddly reminiscent of the what I think was a very short-lived Naked News, which was an internet TV news uh, channel where the... Anchors would disrobe as they I remember were telling that, news. but this I think is um, supposed to be the film broadcast news. Oh, I didn't know that was a film. Yes. Okay. Well, either yes. way, it just made which me think apparently of... was produced by Gracie Films. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, all uh, they of course are watching uh, the dirty movie, and Homer busts in, and all the kids scream and they run, run. out. Yeah. Homer sees that Bart has not kept his promise, and then we cut to the night of the fight. Yes. So Barney comes in. Uh, he says, here, Marge, I brought some generic imported beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, how many people are coming? And he's like, oh, just a select group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Apu shows up. Apu's pants. Yeah. Basically up to his chest. Yes. Is yeah. that... His pants are up over his belly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Always. Always. Yep. Okay. It, that is just something I guess I just noticed. Uh-huh. Um, and he has jerky. Yep. And Homer's like, oh, did you take those from work? And he goes, 
Certainly not. <laughs> you monster. What's being implied here? <laughs> so uh, we then are watching a little bit of the TV. We see, uh, we can see uh, Dredrick Tatum up there. And I wanted really hard to think that this was supposed to be Evander Holyfield, his opponent, but I don't yeah, think it is. I don't know. It doesn't look like him. I don't think Holyfield ever had a beard like I that. I certainly don't know enough boxers to propose any alternatives. <laughs> So we'll just go with it. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're, he's interviewing them, and then this all kind of seemed like filler to me. Yeah. Well, Lisa bumps in and says, I want to call attention to the fact that I'm not watching this fight. It's my form of nonviolent protest. Well, guess what, Lisa? You already said earlier you weren't going to bring it up again. And so, you did. And you just And did. you did. So I guess, you know, she's staying true to her character. That reminds me of an old Bugs Bunny cartoon where uh, Yosemite Sam is trying to get Bugs Bunny to be quiet. And he says, shut up. And Bugs Bunny goes, yes, sir. Shutting up right now. I'm going to shut up right now. I'm not going to say anything else. No, sir. Not going. No, yep. no. Shut up. And then yeah. Yosemite Sam goes, shut up. Shut Shutting up. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway. The doorbell rings. Uh-huh. It's Mo. Yep. And Homer goes, quick, it's Mo. Hide all the mugs. Turns out he's stolen a whole bunch of mugs from Mo's. Yeah. And then here comes Mr. Burns. Turns out he's stolen a whole bunch of stuff from work. Yeah. In the meantime, he kicks Lisa outside. He goes, go press protest outside, will uh-huh. you? Now. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here comes Mr. Burns. So they have to hide everything that he has stolen from work. Staplers, tape, all that yeah, stuff. Yep. Mr. Burns brought Cheetos. Uh, look like an individual. It lo- yeah, looks like a snack Cheetos. bag. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So and then um, Eddie and Lou show up. Yep. And Homer thinks that they're coming to arrest him. Yep. He thinks he's busted. Yeah. But turns out. They just want to watch the they fight, too. They want to too. watch the fight, yeah. So it's gotten around town that Homer has cable, and they were watching the fight at mm-hmm. his house. Yep. So, uh... They're all inside, yep. and everybody's in there watching, but Except outside... Marge and Lisa and uh-huh. Maggie are outside. So Marge comes out to offer Lisa something to drink. It's lemonade. Uh, lemonade! She says, I brought it here for you. More lemonade! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... And she says, I brought this for your protest. Lisa says, it doesn't seem to be going very well. Yeah. And Marge says, when you love somebody, you just have to have faith that in the end, they'll, they'll do, do the, the right, right thing. thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of people here. And yep. I don't know most of them. But mm-hmm. uh, it's Otto's there. Yep. Jasper, Grandpa, Barney. Yep. Some of the barflies are there. Yeah. Smithers. Mm-hmm. Apu. Yep. Eddie and Lou. Carl and Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um. Sam the Barfly's there and the other Barfly's there. I never remember his name. Yeah. A lot of these guys are just ancillary. Yeah, just like randos. Yep. Uh, so there you go. I'm, I'm becoming better at identifying characters. <laughs> so they're all sitting there watching the, fu- uh, watching the fight, the beginning of the fight at least, you know, the, um, mm-hmm. the commentary leading up, and they do the bio on Dredrick Tatum. He's yeah. been serving time for aggravated assault and manslaughter in Springfield Prison. It, th- did they, sh- they showed the, like, they got into a fight during weigh-in yes they did yeah so they showed that there's no love lost between these two and yeah. barney you know is excited that uh Dredrick tatum is a local boy after they say he spent time in, in springfield, springfield prison. prison not only that he definitely is a neighbor of barney's then because we know oh, that the prison yeah. is right next to barney's that's apartment that's true that's true anyway uh so homer uh 
Homer is listening to them, and uh, the challenger says, for five years I was incarcerated away from my family and my the mother to my children. This is Dredd or Tatum. Mm-hmm. Aggravated assault, manslaughter, and stealing, stealing cable. cable. And Homer has a realization that this could very well lead to him being kept away from his family his mother and the mother of his children and then homer has his own little panic attack Mm -hmm. envisions himself inside a prison cell and the light from the outside window through the burglar bars creates the image of him being in prison yep and he runs over to the window looks outside and he decides it's time yep yeah so he grabs bart they go outside Mm -hmm. and he says, this is, this is this is really good. Mm-hmm. I hate to interrupt your judging me, but I wanted to let you know I've made a couple of really important decisions. Number one, I'm cutting the table as cable as soon as the fight's over. And number two, I'm not very fond of any of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, And then uh, Bart's like, well, back to the fight. Nope, we're going to sit down and we're just going to sit here and... Uh, and, and wait, essentially. Mm-hmm. So anyways... Uh, the fight Lisa, is over. Lisa, yep. Lisa, well, Lisa says, Dad, oh. we may have saved your soul. And he says, yeah, the worst possible time. Yeah. The fight's over. And people start uh, exiting the house. Obviously, they had a really good time. The mm-hmm. fight was enjoyable. Greatest fight ever. Mm-hmm. And anyway, Homer then asks for the cable clippers. Marge hands it to him. Barth tries to stop him. He says, please reconsider. Mm-hmm. Tractor pulls. Atlanta Braves baseball. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's definitely a thing. You know, I think we've talked about that on yeah, this podcast grow, grow, you know, Growing up in Atlanta, that's something that I never never knew. I never had any experience to that. Yeah. It was natural for me to watch the Braves. Right, because, and they were probably on your regular just station. Well, they were on TBS. You know, We watched them on TBS like everybody oh, else did. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it was just a natural thing for us to watch the Braves because we were from Atlanta. It's very similar to like, you know, it took me a long time. It took me moving here uh, to realize that most people who fly to Atlanta are not going to they're Atlanta. They're not going to Atlanta. Yeah, they're flying yeah, through They're Atlanta. going somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Homer is determined and he clips the wire. Yep. And the electricity goes out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then he clips another wire uh-huh. and the other side of the street's electricity goes out. That's right. And then finally... Third time's a charm. That's what he says. He clips it and then we see the snow. Yep. The fuzzy cable or the fuzzy TV and... That's the end of the episode. That's it. So, uh, let's hear your thoughts on the episode. Um, it was good. Yep. It w- It's not going to unseat... The way we was or dancing Homer for me. No, I don't think so. Um, we we talked a lot about those two episodes in mm-hmm. the the mid season catch up or mid midterm, I guess. <laughs> midterms. <laughs> we uh-huh. talked about it in our midterms. Uh huh. Um, but I, I it was it was enjoyable. It was a little bit a little bit of a slog just because you know it was like okay we get it we get it but um, it's not it's a one for me. It's not a zero. I mean, I think, I mean, there's a lot of good jokes in here. Yeah, and we there's, see Troy McClure, too, I, which I, is good. Yeah, I got to tell you, like, I'm here for this episode for the nostalgia alone. That's there's true. so much nostalgia yeah. in here. Uh, the TV, like, the... Uh, the channels. I mean, I mean, you know, the whole front end of this episode was us talking about like the old days, yeah, and, like, <laughs> and things that like these damn kids in our modern days. I mean, <laughs> this is literally something that really nobody has to worry about anymore. Yeah, I I don't know that there is an equivalent of stealing like a cable internet, but 
Um, this I mean, is liter- This is a thing that is like just not. I guess like the closest thing really is just trying to find a feed of something, or like sharing that- your password with yeah, someone to I, access Netflix or whatever. I guess so. But it's just not like the same sort of thing that cable once was. Right. Like you, it doesn't you don't require you don't you don't have to like buy a box off of the internet to watch HBO or to watch a movie or something like that. There are torrents, right? Right. For that. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Individual programs. It's not a it's, channel yeah, or pirate, anything like that. Piracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, I mean it's internet piracy is what yeah. it is. Um and so like, you know, these are things that have developed over over time mm-hmm. and have long since like br- via the root of Napster essentially yeah uh, and LimeWire and then BitTorrents and all that kind of stuff like yeah uh, has changed the face of entertainment oh for sure it's just a different thing and nowadays it's basically like through uh, and I uh, I'm not certain that uh, that unfettered capitalism is necessarily the greatest thing in the world, but I am saying that through this system, we now, it's just easier oftentimes to just pay for the subscription. Like if you want music, then you get Apple Music. It costs you like $10 a month, right? and you can listen to whatever you want. What We have, a, um, we have an Echo, uh-huh. and we ask the lady that's in the echo to play music. I mean, Alexa, I don't uh, want to say it too loud. Cause she'll, Oh yeah. She'll activate. We ask her to play songs all the time. Uh-huh. And occasionally because we don't subscribe to Amazon music, it's the, whatever song we've requested is not included. It's yeah. not licensed or whatever. Yeah. And she's like to listen to 90 million songs, 90 million <laughs> songs, 90 million. Can you imagine how much crap is included in I, that 90 well, that's million true. songs? But like, <laughs> you know, it, it, like literally at your fingertips, like you can, mm-hmm. if you just have like a whim to hear a song, you can yeah. tell the machine to play it and it will. Yeah. It's wild. And, I mean, and this, I mean, this episode was from 1991. Mm-hmm. That's 31 years ago. Yeah. That's like a tiny little blip in like you know technology and whatnot yeah the technological curve has has uh sharpened up exponentially in the past in the past 40 years 50 years like oh for sure well i would i would even argue even like the past 15 Mm -hmm. you couldn't ask alexa alexa Alexa. (laughs) just say lexi (laughs) you couldn't ask lexi to play you a song like in 2008 yeah. Like so my laptop when I was in college, the brand new brand spanking new laptop, guess how big the hard drive was? I I, I don't know. 40 gigabytes. Wow. <laughs> we just bought a computer with a terabyte. Yeah. Like it, it's isn't just it, isn't it crazy? I mean, like like the Marshall technology is wild to think about because you know, we went over last summer, at the end of last summer, we went to uh the Outer Banks, and of course Kitty Hawk is there, the yeah. place of the birthplace of aviation. Yeah. Suck at Ohio. Uh and that's true. Um and like you cannot you cannot ignore that it was what was it? Sixty six years, right? Nineteen oh three to nineteen sixty nine. Sixty six years between the Wright brothers getting and off the, the ground. Moon landing. Yeah. And now now that's not technically the correct, you know, getting off the ground because there were balloons before that. But like flight. Air like space air, air, air travel. Air you know, aerodynamic flight. The way we know it. Sixty six years. Between from that, that and going to space. To the moon. That's insane. Uh a a a and wild that, thing. Yeah, and that is not something that like computed with me until I saw that little case in their exhibit area. And like, like the, and the thing is like, 
We have more power. We have more computing power in our pocket yeah. than put those men on that moon. Yeah. So like, uh, last nuts. night, last night we were at a gathering for a friend's birthday mm-hmm. and it was, we were outside and it was getting cloudy and there was like some thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did I do? I pulled out my phone and I checked the weather radar. Yeah. I was thinking in that moment, if my grandfather was here right now, his mind would be absolutely blown. And I'm, I'm, he died in 2002. Yeah. So, you know, he was around for the internet. I used to chat with him on aim. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but like, was your, was your handle on AIM the same as, as it is now your common handle? No. I don't, okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Mine, mine was. <laughs> yeah, I know yours was. No, mine, mine, mine has changed over the years. Uh-huh. And I, I, I finally stuck to the one. Yeah. But he, like, that would have blown his mind because he was the kind of guy that used to be able to, like, look at the sky, had a barometer, and was like, oh, well, we're in for this today. Here it comes. Yeah. 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 And, like, the fact that I was able to check, like, the radar, which mm-hmm. turned out to be inaccurate because it poured last night. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not going to rain. And then, like, boy, did it's, it. <laughs> it's going to go around us. No, it did not go around us. But anyway. Is it not comforting, though, to know that... Whether it whether we are watching the weather on TV or whether you were checking the barometer with your grandpa or you're looking at it on your phone, right. that it turns out that you know what the weather's just gonna do what it's, it's gonna, gonna do. It's gonna do what it's gonna do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like fuck off. You know, life is what happens it was when you're busy making degrees other plans. Five days ago, and it was a hundred degrees yesterday. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like that. In and of itself, you know, the 20 years since he's passed away, mm-hmm. like just the huge progress that's been made. Yeah. Um, so like, I can't imagine what's going to be going on in 60 years if we don't kill the planet before then. So it's crazy and uh, it's inspiring. Uh, I just, I, I love the, I love that March of Progress and I love to talk about it, you know, in, in from the perspective of the 18th century and learning the distance from the earth to the moon. By the way, did you know that we knew the distance from the earth to the moon in the 18th century, listener? We sure did. Oh, I thought you were asking me that. I was like, yes, Robert, you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, I think this falls into the category of a good episode. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. I would not, I would not put it amongst the greats and I would not, I don't think I'd put it in the category of a very good episode, No, but it was an enjoyable it's episode. It's kind of one of those middling, like, yeah, yeah. Not, um, not a total turd, but not, the best yeah and so anyways uh before we go i would like to because i forgot to do it at the beginning of the show give a quick shout out oh right uh our friend ben hi ben hi, thank ben. you so much for uh listening to the show and thank you so much for engaging on our social media ben left a comment on the uh on our uh uh, Facebook page because again we pose the question: What is the first two bangers right back to, back to back? So one two punches, great episodes in the er, in the earliest time in the series. We've had a number already of really good episodes, but mm-hmm. where do you get the first two greats? Mm-hmm. So thanks, Ben, for your uh, for your. Uh, comment and uh if you would like to see that comment head on over to our facebook page the escalator to nowhere facebook group and our page of course is the same handle as our instagram which is escalator to nowhere pod you can find us on twitter also at esc to nowhere pod and of course you can send us an email if you would like to escalator to nowhere pod at gmail.com Woohoo. yeah all right everybody well that was a pretty thorough covering 
of the episode. Next week, we are venturing into Principal Charming. Oh, boy. So we're going to get a lot more of both. I think it's uh, uh, Selma and Principal Skinner next week. Patty. Patty. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, we're looking forward to that. And we hope that you are looking forward to it as well. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever uh, uh, platform you are listening to this. And we will look forward to being with you next week again. But until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. I am learning. And we are looking forward to being with you next week for Principal Charming. Until then. Smell you later. Bye. Bye.